To stay on top in business, stay on top of your technology with the new Business Desk podcast, the business of tech. Listen on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. Can I say right from the outset that I don't consider myself to have been affected at all by the MIQ system that has operated here in New Zealand for pretty much the last couple of years. I've got a brother in London who possibly would have visited if MIQ wasn't operating or hadn't been operating. But I don't have a heartbreaking story like many other people do when it comes to the MIQ requirements, keeping them separated from friends and families during tragic and stressful times in their lives. And so maybe that's why I'm not going to be jumping on the bandwagon and condemning the government over the news this morning that it may have kept the MIQ system running longer than it needed to, 15 weeks longer. As you've probably heard, the government's getting a truckload of flack this morning over the revelation that it was told in November last year that MIQ was no longer needed, but it kept it going anyway for another three and a half months. It's getting a truckload of flack. And it is a truckload of flack that I don't think is justified. Now, here's what happened. In November last year, Director General of Health Dr Ashley Bloomfield and Director of Public Health Dr Caroline McElnay told Cabinet that they thought the risk of getting COVID from someone coming here from overseas was no greater than the risk of getting it from someone already here. Essentially, they were telling Cabinet that MIQ had served its purpose, but they didn't think it was needed any longer. But the government didn't do anything, and it kept the MIQ rules in place for another 15 weeks. And it was the 2nd of March before any changes finally happened. And what that meant was that there were about another 40,000 more MIQ stays than there might have been if the government had acted straight away when it got the advice in November. 40,000 stays and seven online lotteries. Remember those? They were the things that people had to go through to try and get a spot in MIQ. A lot of stress, a lot of heartache, which on the face of it was totally unnecessary. And they're the five key words here, on the face of it. On the face of it, the government ignored the advice. And that's why people are jumping up and down this morning. On the face of it. But there's more to it, much more to it. And I think Deputy Prime Minister Grant Robertson explained it well when he spoke with Tim Dow this morning on Newstalk ZB. He said, yes, Cabinet was told on November 15 last year by Ashley Bloomfield and Caroline McElnay that they thought MIQ wasn't needed because of the reason I mentioned earlier, that we had just as much chance of getting COVID from someone already here as we did getting it from someone coming into New Zealand from overseas. But Grant Robertson also said this morning that Bloomfield and McElnay emphasised to Cabinet that any change would have to be carefully managed and that they themselves wanted their advice peer-reviewed just to double-check they were on the right track. 
And as Grant Robertson said this morning, Ashley Bloomfield knew full well that once they got rid of MIQ, there'd be no going back. And so Cabinet got the advice and it said, yes, get the peer review. And that's what Ashley Bloomfield did. And the advice that came back from that was that if New Zealand was going to do away with MIQ, it had to think carefully about the risk of more people coming through the borders. It needed to check its testing processes were up to scratch. It needed to be sure that vulnerable people wouldn't be put at unnecessary risk by MIQ shutting up shop. All common sense stuff. And so on the back of that, the government decided it would do away with the MIQ in January. But then Omicron arrived and it had to be pushed out another month. As I say, this all makes perfect sense to me. But it doesn't seem to be making perfect sense to everybody. And that probably will be because some people suffered terribly because of MIQ. That, that might in fact be you. It'll also be because some people just won't believe anything the government says. And I don't necessarily blame them because, as we know, this current government isn't as transparent and as open as it says it is. Yeah, the fact this information has only come out today, well, that's not open and transparent as far as I'm concerned. Nevertheless, I think the government did the right thing by not shutting the doors on MIQ as quickly as Ashley Bloomfield and Caroline McElnay were advocating for last November. As Grant Robertson said this morning, it got the advice, had it peer-reviewed, accepted the advice, acted on it, and then had to press pause for another month when Omicron arrived. What is so wrong with that? It sounds like a very sensible approach to me.